0: What's Appalachian? Seeing them smile whenever they get out of the chair and uh, just shooting the breeze with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the best part, man.
1: And welcome back to yet another week. Another wonderful week with Gabe and Cody here at What's Appalachian. Guys, my name's Cody Greathouse. Always along my side is my trusty sidekick. Gabe Roush, who you've already introduced.
2: <clears throat> like 30 seconds
1: before. All right. Well, anyway, we're going to get to the show and uh tonight's episode is going to be a good one.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm excited. We got uh two guys that are near and dear to our heart. Yeah.
1: Near and dear to our beards.
2: Yeah. And hair. Yeah, we got Jason Bush
1: and yep. Justin Romero with us. Yeah, yeah. These these are the two cool cats that uh, handle the hair care here for What's Appalachian. Very appreciative of them. both. You guys have heard in the last few episodes that we give them a shout out uh, on the on the podcast. They are a big sponsor of ours, a, a big fan of ours, and we appreciate everything they do for us. So, you know, we'll uh, we'll dig into a little barbershop chit chat here later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of barbershop, you want to cut into it? So Cody.
2: What's grinding your beard, man?
1: I want to, uh, because we had discussed this before we came here, mm-hmm. and I want to tag team up with yours. Okay, you want me to go first? So I'm going to bounce it back to you, because it, it is necessary yeah, that we talked about it. After the last episode with Dusty, yeah. it is necessary that we cover this one. Gabe, uh, I'll bounce it back to you and let you, let you take the realm here. Well,
2: What's grinding my beard
1: is uh, the fact
2: that we forgot to mention something that was very pertinent. To a previous episode, mm-hmm. um, we were talking about labor struggles um, throughout Appalachia, um, and we got political, which you have to to go into the to peel back the layers of that. Yeah, um, and the thing that we failed to to discuss um, was the fact that we did not men- we did not mention anything about the Democratic Party's uh, hand in the misdealings of labor. Throughout the course, at least of West Virginia history. Yeah. For the past 80, 90 years. Yeah. I was going to say, you're more. talking. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we we, we kind of came strong at the Republican Party with the current legislation they're, they're bringing out. And, um, I mean, well deserved. Rightfully so. Right. Well deserved. Um, but we didn't really peel back that layer of, um, well, West Virginia was still under Democratic control up until at least, what, 2013, 2014, I would something say, like that. Yeah. So th- there was a lot of just like n- not much work done for. In favor of uh, workers here within the state of West Virginia. Yeah,
1: no, I'll, I'll piggyback off that. I, I think uh, I think you bring up a great point of of that. I I kind of felt a little guilty, not gonna lie, that we that we didn't call out both sides. You and I yeah, both know yeah. that you know we're all for bipartisanship and mm-hmm. and things of that sort. And um, you know it, it is both ways. It does work both ways. Yeah. Um, you know, in a past episode, I talked about not being political but passionate. And you have to call out both sides if you're if you're passionate you know mm-hmm. and and that's what i am i i guess at times I find it hard to to <clears throat> kinda see how people you know how our state is right now uh in the present and I just find it hard to believe that both sides can't come together to Take yeah. us out of this shithole state that we're yeah. in right now.
2: Yeah, well, I, I think for me, the thing that irritates me the most, on top of the fact that we forgot to even discuss this yeah. last week, is the the simple fact that, yes, one side of the political spectrum, they have their agenda. Yeah. And we 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 griped about that last we week. Yeah. Um, but the other side <laughs> tends to be like, oh, we, we support your effort as yeah. laborers, as yeah. union workers. Um, however, what has been, really been done... Like, that's that's concrete that we can see in Nothing. the state of West Virginia and the state, well, in in the region of Appalachia You're that right. really protects workers. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, black lung benefits were great for a while. But mm-hmm. then <laughs> people had to go back to bat at those, for, for those benefits in Washington, D.C. Right. So at, at the end of the day, hashtag Cody Great House mm-hmm. slogan, yeah. um, there are people that are fighting for you or against you. And if they're not <laughs> fighting with you, they're against you. That's, I, I guess that's the best way I can put that.
1: Yeah, well, and I, I want to build off that, too, with the whole idea of, like, you know, we have people losing friendships yeah. over this, over mm-hmm. somebody that wouldn't piss on you if you're on fire. Yeah. And we're we're losing, you know, friends yeah. over this stuff. Yeah. And, and I've never understood— how and don't get me wrong, there. Are sometimes I hit the mute button on on some people on social media yeah. because like I get tired of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes but, it becomes it does become toxic. But like losing a real life friend over this shit is something yeah. that's uh, a little over the top. Definitely, you know what I mean? Definitely. So. so, but anyways, that's enough of our least favorite
2: segment. I think. Yeah,
1: yeah. And you know who does a great job at beard grinding <laughs> to make Not. them look better? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, they. They do grind pretty well on a beard every but, once in a uh, blue moon. It depends on how much you pay.
2: <laughs> there are a couple extra rims in the back. So <laughs> there are. There knows. are. <laughs> but and, anyways, <laughs> uh, this Grinds My Beard is brought to you by Visions Barbershop in Galapagos, Ferry, West Virginia, where Jason and Justin are two master barbers, masters in their art um, of gentlemen's haircuts and beard shaping, yeah, so to speak. Beard grinding. Beard grinding.
1: Yeah. You have a sound effect for that
2: (laughs) That was more of a grind than this Okay, it was, fair enough But anyways, (laughs) I'm excited to have these guys on So I hope you guys enjoy Sit back, relax And enjoy the show Here with Jason Bush and Justin Romero of Vision Barbershop and Gal Pliss Ferry. They are one of our supporters, our greatest supporter, honestly. Yeah. Um, and we we had to have these guys on because, well, let's be real, we get to talk with these guys on a relatively regular basis. <laughs> yes, yeah, we do. And we get to BS with them all the time. And we're like, well, this is always a good conversation, anyways. Yeah. So why not bring these guys on, talk about like kind of their story and everything, and then just kind of just some good barbershop talk, man. Yeah. So yeah. guys. Hello, hello! Welcome to WhatsApp, Lachinin. Yeah, what's welcome, up, man? Guys,
3: welcome! Welcome to the barbershop. Yeah, yeah thanks dude. for having us here, man. Welcome, yeah. welcome!
2: Like I love the I love the vibe you guys have here. Anyways, that's why when you message me it was like, <laughs> "What's the address?" I'm like, "Well, I was hoping it was going to be the shop."
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that we're all just sitting on the couch. You know, you got the studio equipment there. Everybody's got a beer. Yeah, it's just kind of chill. I like yeah, it. it's
1: kickback. It's yeah. kickback and relaxed. Uh, man you know I, I wanted to start it off with just thanking you guys just for uh, you know what you do for us as a podcast but like too I, I wanted to get into the the realm of the whole barbershop idea uh, you know Jason and Justin are are major contributors to us as a podcast but you know they're they're major contributors to uh, to small town economy yeah you know um, and and to me that, that's that's huge yeah um, but you know, I guess I'll start off the conversation just by asking both of you, and it doesn't matter who answers. Um, what what made you want to choose Point Pleasant as a as a spot to just kind of chill out in? You know, as a as a barber. I mean,
3: well, honestly, for me, I mean it's it's my hometown, right? Just outside of Point Pleasant, the barbershop that you're in now is literally thirty seconds away from my house, so right. yeah, that's nice. Um, but I chose Point too because you know other areas especially say the Huntington area, Charleston area. I mean not only not only are they farther away, but there's there's a new barbershop popping up on every street corner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Saturated market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um the shop that Justin worked in before he came to work with me, uh what Justin there was like four or five barbershops just on the same stretch of street. Yes. Like in a few yeah. block radius. Yes.
0: Uh, oh. uh eight.
3: Yeah. Whew. That's insane. God. So you know, here it's, it, it's <laughs> who handed out those business, I know, right? <laughs> it, you know, here I, I saw a definite need for a barbershop. shop. I mean, there's there's a few around, but you know, in all respect to uh, the older gentleman that's been you know carrying people around here for years, uh, you know, I respect them. Yeah. And <clears throat> um, but I thought too as well, you know, it's it's a perfect place for some fresh blood and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm super happy with my decision. Yeah. Uh, it's it's been a crazy whirlwind experience, but it's been a great one. Yeah. And uh yeah, I'm I, I super think, thankful to be here.
1: Yeah, definitely. It, I think I appreciate that you're here. I do too. <laughs> Obviously. I do too. And, and I, you know, growing up I never experienced well, take that back. I experienced a barbershop, but it was like Bowers barbershop, which mm. is like the old school, like it's nothing like obviously what you guys have it's just a lot of older guys went there and it was just a lot of older people just kind of went there and sat and blah 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 but like this here is just a a, you know this is the true barbershop feel like I can come in I can come in and bitch about my wife and (laughs) bitch about things I'm going through (laughs) you know in life itself and and you know what what is said in here is just it's just guy talk that just and yeah. I, I don't know how else to explain it. it's just That's so welcoming and and yeah. therapeutic i think yeah you know when you come in and you sit down in the chair
2: it's the best example because and also too. i mean this is gonna sound metro as i'll get out but like i'm very particular about my hair haircuts and stuff like that overall yeah. and before i mean most barbershops around here um it was they'll ask you what, what would you like oh, i'd like to have a skin fade this and that buzz cut it is yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. something like that but like once justin and and Jason kind of rolled in and then set up shop and stuff. Like, I mean, we we finally had a place where you, we we could go in and ask
1: what we would like. That's what we would get. Yeah,
2: consistently. Right.
1: So, I mean, from from that aspect. Well, and it's like, something that's brought you know to me. It's something that's just a rarity within our small town community of mm-hmm. of you know straight razor shave, beard trim, whatever. Like, it, it's uh. <clears throat> It's something I've never experienced before yeah. until Jason and Justin came in, mm-hmm. you know, came into the picture. So uh, that I'm definitely thankful for. Yeah. Um, and speaking plus, of experience, I,
3: and I don't mean you. No, go you, ahead, dude. But what's crazy is, is my mom, she cut hair, you know, me growing up. So I I'd, I'd never been to a barbershop yeah. growing up. Mm-hmm. I'd always go to the local salon, salon or yeah. my mom yeah. would cut it definitely. at home. And I didn't experience my first barbershop. Until I was early 20s. Really? Mm-hmm. And so I get kind of jealous. You know, people come in here and they're like, oh, I've been going to such such barber since I was, you know, a wee little kid. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I didn't have that experience until I was early right. 20s. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's such a wild experience. When I go in, there was three guys and they had on button-up shirts, yeah. all wearing black pants with white button-up shirts and bow ties. And their clippers had the the classic uh, vacuum hoses hooked yeah. up to it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just, I'm like, wow, this is crazy. And, and I sat down and, you know, and just everything, but the whole experience, the way they were with the clippers, you know, and and the old schoolness of it and, you know, the razor shave, I never mm-hmm. experienced any of that yeah. until yep. my 20s. And, and it's, I'm so just happy to be able to give that to other people because yep. when I did that, you know, I was working a completely different job. This was back then. I was like. That would be cool as hell to be a barber. And, but then back then, though, there was no barbershops around. Right. Mm -hmm. So, even when I thought, like, wow, that might be a a potential career move, Mm -hmm. maybe, um, it was like, nope, I'd already be setting myself up for failure because there's literally one barbershop in all of Asheville, North Carolina, you know, where I was. And so I just, it it was kind of, you know, went through my head for a second, then out. And then, you know, it's kind of nice to see now. I know I'm kind of getting off, but. Uh, no, no dude. you're good. This uh, is what this, this is about. what it's for. Uh, but it's kind of nice to see, you know, we were just talking about a million barbershops in Huntington, but, you know, I love that at the same time because yeah. Yeah. It's, it's coming back. Mm-hmm. And it's because it's coming back that's helped us succeed here. Yeah. Uh, you know, and men are finally able to be in a barbershop yeah, again. No, yeah. You know? yeah. 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 And, and it has changed over the years. Uh, we have to be a lot more up to date with our haircuts. and Right. Uh, you know, but I, I like that. I I don't think I'd want
1: to be in a profession where all I did was high and tight. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. buzz cuts. Yeah, and
2: that's too monotonous,
4: right? Right. Yeah, it, it should be. Yeah, yeah. Sure.
1: yeah. Well, and and I mean, I, I'll say it. Like I was introduced to my first new haircut here. Mm-hmm. Jason was the one that gave it to me. The old skin fade with the hard part, dude. Glad you did it. Well, I'm not, because I get mistaken for you all the time now, <laughs> and, vice <versa. laughs> and vice versa. No, like, uh, that, it, it goes back to what you were saying, like, I've gotten the same haircut. You know, I went to that barbershop, the Bowers Barbershop, a few times, but like you had said, my mom had, you know, her hairdresser, and still does, and I would just go to her, and mm-hmm. she would just, you know, give me a trim up and whatnot, and it was nothing, you know, super extravagant or anything like that, but... uh, Coming in here, I'm just like, you know what? Through mm-hmm. Caution of the Wind, I was like, I want to try something different. You know, I'm, I'm in a barbershop. I don't just want my hair trimmed. I want something like, give me something good. Yeah. You know, so I said, give me the Gabe. <laughs> and, and Jason hooked me up <laughs> with it, man. That, that's not what you said. I said, yeah. Oh, no, did. I didn't say that yeah, shit. Say. But, you know,
3: it you actually said Gabe is so sexy. I really want his yeah. same haircut. So yeah. Yes, I did. Gabe. Oh. Yeah. I figured he wanted the scumbag boogie. There's a picture. Up I did there. a scumbag, scumbag boogie. boogie. The did other you really? Day. Yeah, yeah I, nice. have a, I have a kid that comes in, and it was kind of—it's kind of like a running joke now. But he actually digs it that's you know awesome. he, he saw that he's like oh the scumbag booking i said you want that And he's like yeah and i did it and now every time he's like i want you know it's been like three or four times now he's came in i'm like "You <laughs> are doing the scumbag And he's like you know it oh <laughs> <"Hell> yeah that's <laughs> awesome oh yeah that's
1: awesome
2: no uh, we're looking at a couple posters from uh the brand Rusal, which makes several different uh products that uh, the guys carry here at visions and they just have different <laughs> different hairstyles that are kind of new age classic I guess, would be an okay that's way it. to... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a good yeah. way of putting it. Yeah, so the one called Scumbag Boogie. Oh, Take I a like
1: picture of it before we leave, and we'll put it up yeah. on social media for them to see what the old Scumbag Boogie's Boogie. all about. <laughs> Tag <know>? score
3: <laughs> a minute or something. Maybe we'll <laughs> get sponsored. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah that's true. That's Send true. me all your free products. <laughs> yes,
2: there <you> go. please, <laughs> <laughs> please. So so, anyways, like, uh, how did you guys get into being... You kind of touched on a little bit of just kind of becoming fa- fascinated with, like, the whole barbershop feel yeah. and everything. Like, I mean, Justin, you start out with this, and, like, what made you want to become a barber? Like what what got you into this?
0: Okay. Well, fresh out of high school, man, I started caring about my appearance a little bit more. Mhm. And uh I don't know, I actually it's funny enough, we we're talking about Scorum and Ruzel and everything. They're the ones that got me into being a barber. Um really? they 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 dropped videos on YouTube of, like haircuts that they did, like razor faded pompadours, side parts, executive contours, stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I don't know. I just thought it was cool. Yeah. And for one, it started out as just like I wanted to look better. Right. And Because mm-hmm. yeah, I was starting to care about my appearance, clothes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, things like that. And I started just learning more about hair and just hairstyles, face shapes, beard shapes, things mm-hmm. like that. And I started recommending styles and hair products and to my friends. Yeah. And then I started kind of being a bit of a like a pomade and like hair tonic and clay and everything like that kind of connoisseur like i collect them and uh i would experiment with my friends so what i'd do is i'd uh um i'd style their hair like whenever they get a fresh haircut i'd tell Mm -hmm. them like what haircut they should get what suits their face shape what suits their hair texture because i'd know about that stuff and it'd work for them right and then i'd style their hair and it'd be before like they'd have dates and stuff like that Yeah. yeah <laughs> the trains go rolling by, yeah,
3: of course. Hey, that's Appalachia, cool, right? That is Appalachia. Trust me, coal you don't have a train, train
1: rolling by.
0: <laughs> is there coal
1: on it? It's not Appalachia.
2: Uh, um, there's some cool cars there, there they they're are, they're empty.
0: Oh, uh, well, yeah. Um, but yeah, I started just taking a look at that sort of stuff. And my buddy was one day because this was back fresh out of high school. Every kid that doesn't know what they want out of life course what they want to do is they want to join the military Mm because that's what else are you going to do and you have the prospects Mm -hmm. you 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 do that because it gives you job training and stuff like that. for sure but um and it's what my dad and granddad did so i was like yeah sure i'll do that and uh my my buddy colton he was like uh hey man why don't you be a barber because like my hair has never looked this nice before and uh i was like i didn't have a retort i i because I, I usually had an excuse for why I didn't want to do something, but yeah. that time I didn't have anything, and that kind of planted the first little seed of wanting to be a barber. I gotcha. And uh, as time went on, I kind of became more and more obsessed with it, and I sat on it. I did you know odd jobs here and there, retail work, mm-hmm. deli work, whatever. But I always kind of wanted to be a barber still. And I knew after like my second year of thinking about it, the fact that I still wanted to do it meant that I wanted to that that's yeah. what I needed <clears throat> to be doing. Right. Fair enough. And back in uh, July tenth, two thousand seventeen, that was my first day of barber school.
1: Nice. So, take me through. Well, what is barber school like? You know, I've always wondered. You know, maybe it's not too much in depth. I don't know. I've just always it's, wondered what the barber school experience was mm-hmm. like. This is my retirement uh, <laughs> plan. <laughs> no, I, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. You
2: guys better just yeah. still be in shock. I cause swear like to retire. Like I'm going to go to barber school. I've thought oh, yeah, about I'm that. The
3: okay, from the misses, yeah. man. I have total plans. As, in the, it should be in the next, I'd say, three years, I should be able to apply and hopefully offer apprenticeships. And that's kind of a long-term goal. Yeah. Mine, oh, yeah. Is to do apprenticeship programs. Yeah, maybe so I'll, I'll just quit one job <laughs> sooner so <laughs> I can have a barber through apprenticeship. And, you know, and this kind of ties in to the schooling, and Justin will agree, And um, but our school was was crap. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's yeah. building it lightly. Really? But, um, Not great. You really. know, uh, if let's, you know, I want to shout out love to the owner of that school because I do love her to death. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I will say that the actual education part that I think a barber needs just isn't there. But it's Mm -hmm. not just that school. It's, from what I hear, it's it's all schools or a lot of them, especially around this area. Yeah, for specifically barber. Yes. Now, you and
1: Justin went. Did you guys go to the same? Yeah,
3: that's how we met. Okay, yep. and I right. was yeah. love at first sight when I, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. Yeah, that's
0: exactly right.
3: Yeah, um, and but I'll get into that in a second too. But uh, okay. but no, like uh, with barber school, it's it was super disappointing. Um, I paid a lot of money mm-hmm. to go for a year to absolutely learn nothing. Yeah, almost. Um, I was surprised that I passed my boards. Just you know, because that's what you have to take after mm-hmm. you know you graduate, uh, I did get lucky and passed um but I literally learned everything I know off YouTube, and
0: yeah. the
3: only thing that barber yeah. School supplied to me was people that just wanted cheap haircuts, yeah um, so that, that was your practice, yep, so mm-hmm. I would go home i would i mean i even before I started school, uh I watched just countless hours of videos, yeah, and uh, I practiced straight razor shaves on my own face and cut my face all up, you yeah. know, before going in. And if it wasn't for those videos, I would not be where I'm at today, yeah. right? Because they literally taught me nothing. And they try to say, oh, "Don't watch videos." Oh,
0: well, shoot, yeah. If I hadn't no, done that. No. I would have been a
1: bad spot. Yeah.
0: Um, I actually listened to that advice, unfortunately, and I was on the. Uh, I was on the struggle bus whenever I actually entered the professional world, working uh, downtown Huntington with guys that have been doing it longer than I've been alive. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and they weren't older guys; they were like middle-aged guys, which right. meant they weren't old man barbershops. They were like they the modern cut yeah, they, like they, right they here
2: in the game. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But they were like, yeah. I went to barber school back in 1996, the year I was born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I was like, oh my god, and like every haircut. 15 minutes and they had a perfect fade and edge up and everything and i was like oh my god Mm -hmm. and they guess what the advice they gave me watch youtube videos that's how they got as good as they were they watched youtube videos and like practiced yeah Mm -hmm.
3: and i think too that's that's something that also you know well i am going to toot our own horn i think it sets me and justin apart from a lot of barbers out there especially in this area it's just because we continue to watch things. We continue right. yeah. to to try to learn, and um, you know, there's places with with COVID happening. It's it's really put a damper on things. But mm-hmm. there's a guy in Connecticut that I plan on you know spending a week with, yeah, uh, to learn continuing education. That's cool, um, and that's something that you know I think all barbers should focus on. Most I, I think a lot of people get complacent and they're just.
0: You I can see how that could
3: be easy to do. I could, I could, yeah, do, yeah, and that's yeah. with any job, you know. Yeah. But, but
0: burnout's a heck of a thing. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. But I think with staying focused and 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 always trying to learn, I think it helps with burnout. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I like I like learning new things and different ways of doing th- doing things. I mean, I could I could probably do a skin fade fifteen to twenty different ways because I've watched. Fifteen or twenty different ways to do it on yeah. YouTube, yeah. and I've tried every single way. Right, you know, and Look. it's, um, but and they all turn out well because I like. I mean, I
2: notice like like one time you'll do the fade, like I can tell that the steps are different. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, he's trying something different. Yeah, yeah. it still looks great. Right, uh, don't get me wrong. Well,
1: I but, think it's crazy how you know I, I've been in the shop numerous times where somebody comes in with just like a picture. Of yeah, like, hey, I want this, and it, you know, of course, there's some there's some education that goes on behind it and, and, and YouTube and things like that. But I think another thing you guys have, and, and you guys tell me if I'm wrong, I have no idea, but, you know, I think you guys have that knack as, as you know, being a barber to me, and I'm not one. I'm just saying, like, you have to have that artistic
4: mm-hmm. knack mm-hmm.
1: too, man. I, I feel like. I agree with that. You know, you as guys. That's a non-barber. <laughs> exactly. Well, but, but you guys can look at something and and just go with it on somebody's head and, and it comes out just like the picture. It's kind of like a musician hearing something and playing that same thing yeah. as they hear it. You know what I mean? And I never even thought of
3: barbering as being an art form until after I started. Yeah. Because I actually went to school for art. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to be an art teacher. Really? Back in the day, yeah. No kidding.
0: Um, um, I was going to uh, trade school for graphic design back in high school. Uh, as a matter of fact, I went to yeah. a vocational school for my last two years of high school.
3: Yeah. Makes sense. So uh,
0: art has kind of been something I've... I mean, I was always into art since I could walk. Right. So... Yeah. What's
3: crazy about cutting hair is that, you know, if you think of it as painting a picture, you know, let's say, you know, I feel like, you know, everybody wants skin fades. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. the that's the <laughs> end haircut that's been in forever now. Right. Gu- Guilty. Yeah. But let's say I do ten skin fades in a day, it makes it not so monotonous because every head type is like painting on a different canvas. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Ooh. you know, you got different hair. You got this hair text. never thought you about that. that. You got different dimples and head shapes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so even though I'm painting the same picture, I'm painting
1: on different surfaces, and it, it keeps it interesting. Yeah, projects. definitely, definitely. I'm I never the hair. thought about that, man. Never thought about that. That's and and it is mind true. Mind blown, right? It yeah. really is. <laughs> I'll drink to that. <laughs> yeah, I'll drink to it, too. Hell, tip it back.
2: So what really pushed you into it, into the profession?
3: I'll okay. make a long story short. Uh I was working well I'm gonna try to make it short.
4: Okay.
2: Uh, we got time.
3: We're good. Yeah. I was i actually went to school for, for IT, struggled getting a job in IT, but it helped me land a job working for a local staffing agency over in Gall Police. Mm-hmm. Um worked for them for a while and my job was basically I not only did I run the office, but it was my job to match people that came in looking for work with our clients. Mm -hmm. And so every day I would do, you know, a handful of interviews with people. Uh, and these were people sometimes would be in their fifties and their sixties. Um, maybe worked at one of these plant jobs around Mm -hmm. here or somewhere for years. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden just boom laid off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then now looking to me to help them get a job that was, Probably temporary, right. making less than half of what they made. Yeah, And then, you know, and these are people who have been in there, you know, doing it for years. And so, at the time I was getting my hair cut from a lady in, in Huntington. She wasn't a barber then, but she is now. She got her crossover. <coughs> uh, shout out to Kristen. I love you. Mm-hmm. Kristen Schaefer? Yep. Ah, uh, yep. my girl Kristen. She's a great girl. But she helped me. She kind of convinced, or I don't know convinced, but helped me kind of make that move because yeah. I was getting mm-hmm. my hair cut uh, by her. And every time I go in there, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd be like, man, you know, do you like your job? You know, cause this is a cool shop. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, great atmosphere. Like you must love your job. And so every time she would talk to me more and more mm-hmm. and it would just convince me more and more like, man, that would be so yeah. awesome to do. And so what happened, uh, one day I was, I was at work and I got th- this dreaded phone call saying, you know, now our company's doing, Doing poorly right and now we're taking away say it was about 25 of my my salary
1: yeah wow
3: and when that happened it was almost it was just a gut thing a gut feeling it something just really just dug down in there and told me i need to make a change you know? mm-hmm. and i started thinking about barbering because i had just talked to her right. multiple times about it over the past few months and i checked into school i literally found out i could start within a you know a couple of weeks and I pondered on it for like a couple of days to make sure I could afford to yeah. to make the change and just did it. I just, I was like, I put in my two weeks notice, started barber school three weeks later. And here's the funny thing. And this is why I know, you know, whether you believe in God, whoever, the universe mm-hmm. will say the universe told me to do this because within the year, by the time I was graduating barber school the company, that staffing agency laid off 75% of their employees. Oh my God. Wow. Jesus. So the chances of, of me <clears throat> on that chopping block would have been 75% really, really high. 70. Yeah. 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 So to me, that was, you know, I'm glad I got pulled to do that. And man, this is like the best decision I've yep. ever made in my life. Yep. Um, I love being financially secure because of me, not because of someone else. Yeah. 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 Um, so. That's my my story. It's, man, That's it's awesome. it's
1: crazy, but it, it it really coincides with a lot of the people that we've talked to uh, that have started up small businesses. Not not barbering per se, um, but people that have just jumped into it. You know, yeah. you think of Larry and Candace at, at River Roasters, yeah. Uh, yeah, places like that. Like they just they just jump into it, and and, and, and it and just there's, takes off. And theirs was a similar
2: say divine intervention as to why mm-hmm. they, they jumped into it yeah. too. I mean, I'm not correlating anything, but no. like, like, it's just, it's just crazy how like that, like you just, when you know, you know. Yeah. You and know that's been, saying?
1: that's been constant throughout the small business owners that we've, that we've met with mm-hmm. even, even Jackio's like, yeah, you know, it's just been, you know, people just jump into it and, and they feel in their heart and in their mind and, and things like that, yeah. that, you know, it's just
2: yeah like you said, and, and even, and maybe that's not, Necessarily an Appalachian thing, but I'll claim it. Sure. (laughs) Why the hell not? Why the hell not? Uh, But, um, man, before we go any further, just because I know just barbershop, like, BS and that we've done before. Mm -hmm. You're a musician too,
3: right? Uh, Somewhat.
2: Or or a former (laughs) musician, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, I've dabbled in music ever since. I mean, I started playing guitar, I think, back when I was, like, 14, something like that. And um, I've been in numerous garage bands, and mm-hmm. then I got in a band that had a little bit more success and moved out to California. That's right. That's what I want to get into a
2: little <laughs> bit, just for a quick second. A little bit of L.A. stuff, right? Yep. Yeah. T- t- tell us a l- just a little bit about that. You don't have to sure. go into the Great depth. I-, I just think that's so cool, because like when I come into your shop, mm-hmm. I feel L.A. vibes in here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, not that I've ever been to L.A., but just like yeah. some of the art that you guys have in here and stuff yeah. like that, Like I, I just kind of feel that a little bit. Gotcha. I, I think that's kind of cool. Well,
3: thank you. appreciate yeah. that. Um... Yeah, when I was in my early 20s, I actually moved to Columbus with a girl, and it was kind of my way out of small town Point Pleasant. Yeah. You know, I'm young. There wasn't really a lot going on for me here. Right. And she got a job working for a Walmart in columbus and i was like i'll go with you hell yeah so <laughs>
1: <laughs> walmart yeah, for walmart. So,
3: yeah. <laughs> she was the manager of like the tire and lube section yeah. <laughs> uh, she got me on there i many trucks. jokes yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm holding myself back here uh,
3: she got me on unloading trucks you know during like midnight shift and uh at the same walmart and there was just one day you know i always play guitar you know uh and I had a little electric guitar set up, you know, amp and stuff at the house. And uh, I was like, well, I'm in Columbus. You know, I want to go visit some of the music stores, you know, yeah. some of the guitar centers and things like that. And I happened to be at a guitar center and there was a little ad saying, you know, guitarist wanted. And I don't know why. I don't know why I picked that one out of uh, everybody. But, mm-hmm. you know, I pulled <laughs> off the little paper tag, you know, and called the number. And... uh I talked to the drummer, and he was like, well, hey, we're actually, you know, he explained what they were. They were a hard rock band. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we're actually playing a show tomorrow night. You know, you should come check us out, see if it'd be something, you'd the inter- type of music you'd yeah. be interested in. So I wasn't doing anything, and so I was like, sure. So I, I took my, my little Walmart, you know, tire and lube lady. <laughs> yeah, to to that the Al Rosa Villa, I believe is what it's called. Oh, um, well, that's it's infamous, where Don Daryl yeah. from Pantera was shot. Yeah, that's an infamous yeah. venue. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah went there, uh, saw them play, and I, and and honestly, I have to say, like, I thought the music was kind of easy. I'm like, I could totally play that. Mm-hmm. And so what I end up doing is I bought a CD before I left, and I called the next day. I called the drummer. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'd be interested in trying out. And he's like, okay, I'll see you next week. So what I did. It's turned into a long story, sorry, but I, no, I, I took that CD.
1: <laughs> it's your episode, man.
3: <laughs> I took that CD and basically I just focused on it all week. I'm like, I'm going to learn how to play like all these songs. Yeah, yeah. And I'm really going to impress the crap out of this guy when he when he shows up. And um, and that's what I did. I probably learned say 75 of the of their CD. So when he showed up, you know, I I was like, well, let me play you some stuff. And I played along with the CD. Mm-hmm. And it was like five minutes. He's like, "Dude, you gotta, you gotta try out." Yeah. <laughs> so, tried out. You know, got the got the spot. We yeah. started playing. Um, you know, Al a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we even had bands. Oh, what was the the one for? Uh, Bobaflex. Flex. Boba Flex. I don't know why I couldn't think of the name. Yep. Bobaflex Flex actually opened for us back in the day. <laughs> Stop. No. And I remember even looking at their gear, and I'm like, you know, this gear is crap. <laughs> yeah. Like they were using stuff that I practiced with yeah. at home. <laughs> you oh, know and i'm oh like let me God. drink with my pinky out
4: I'm, I'm sorry
1: but hey like, they're, they're
3: road dogs man yeah like yeah. They, i got to give they, it up to them. even i'm not a fan of them yeah, but no, you got to give it,
2: it up run. to them you know like they grind yeah yeah they're now a different band now mm. they're now the lonely ones but not that i follow them because they're from my hometown or anything
4: mm-hmm.
2: but yeah
3: gotcha. totally <laughs> <laughs> he follows
4: them.
3: yeah but long story <laughs> short we uh we, we did a lot of local shows, we we kind of blew up in the area, uh, we had a lot of independent labels looking at us, and then we got invited to play, um, you see, Polaris Amphitheater used to be there yeah, in mm-hmm. Columbus, it was where all the OzFests were held mm-hmm, and yeah. everything, and we played with Megadeth and Motley Crue there, they were on tour. This was back, and I hate it, this was back when, you know, no sexism at all, but, you know, you think of Motley Crue, you think of Tommy Lee. Yeah. Well, this is when Tommy Lee had the girl drummer, and I don't know her name. But it was like the one year, I think, Tommy Lee wasn't with yeah. the band. But uh, we played with them. Uh, we all felt like rock stars, and we're like, okay, let's make this serious. And so we, yeah. we all packed up and moved out to L.A. And, uh, uh, <laughs> and there is a funny story <laughs> with that that I have to say because it's just so freaking crazy. Yeah. Uh, everybody moved out. Me and my drummer moved out a week later. Uh, he had some things to Wrap up. I had some things to wrap up, and he towed my car out uh, in in his SUV that he had. And he used to be uh, well, he was a convicted felon for mm-hmm. bank robbery. He had and he told me stories on you know you're you go on a five day trip with a man. He tells you a lot of stories. I guarantee you know, about you, his life. Yeah. yeah. So this man <laughs> this man robbed countless banks, but he only got charged for one of them. So he didn't do a whole lot of time. Right. Yeah. You know. And um, anyways, by the time we got out to LA. Uh, he was kind of broke. He didn't co- go out with much money. I didn't go out with much money, but you know, I had to kind of help him financially just to get us out there. I know where this is going. They robbed a bank. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm
4: kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm
3: kidding. But as soon as we got out there, he was like, "Okay, I got to find work." And he was a machinist, so yeah. he looked. He found a job just like that in a machine shop. Right. And that first weekend, the rest of us were like, "You know, shoot, let's go to Vegas." I literally went to Vegas on twenty dollars, yeah, <laughs> and I gambled it away. But luckily, made it back. And you know, and, and people helped me out. Of course, I I can't yeah. go to Vegas on twenty dollars, but I spent my twenty dollars. I made my twenty dollars back. And um, but anyways, he didn't go because he had to work. Mm-hmm. Well, we got back to like and and he wasn't there. There was a dear John letter <laughs> on the counter, <laughs> no, saying sorry, guys. You know, I can't do this. I went back home. And we had just got out there, you yeah. know? And um, so anyways, we're, we're there and I turn on the TV. No. And I turn on the news. <laughs> and literally, I shit you not, a block down the street, there was a bank that got robbed the day that he left. No. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no way. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. I, I, it had to be him because he had no money. <clears throat> He was so low on cash. Sorry, guys, I got to go. I got a job. A job. <laughs> I got a yeah. heist. He totally robbed a bank and split. I got a job.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Crazy.
3: Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> the band didn't last much longer. We tried out a few other drummers, and it just it all went to crap. Yeah. And then we started arguing because we were all living together in That's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. You are losing a drummer, that's like... The drummer is, like, the hardest person to replace yeah. in yeah. a band. Yeah. Yeah. One drummer yeah. plays in ten different bands. Like, that's yeah. just how it yeah. works. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. It was a
1: hell of an experience.
3: Well, I
0: guarantee that's awesome, it, man. dude. That is awesome.
1: Yeah. I never knew anything about it. Yeah, Barbershop talk. I know. <laughs> I know.
2: I get it. I get it. So, it kind of reel this back into, uh, to I guess, the barbershop kind of feel and stuff like that. So, like, what's the best part about
0: cutting hair, being a barber, being with dudes? Man, um... I met some really good friends doing this job, man. Like it's mm-hmm. definitely gotten me out of my shell. I've always been socially awkward in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. like. but um, I get people nowadays that tell me I'm just like a total people person. Like I'm charismatic. Mm-hmm. That they like talking to me. That I'm the cheapest therapist that they've ever bought. <laughs> 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 and uh, you know that's probably the greatest part. Like the haircut at this point. Like it used to be the primary thing. Like I wanted mm-hmm. to do the best possible mm-hmm, product yeah. that I can and i still do but as i've gotten older and i've been doing this job for a little while now it's almost become secondary Mm -hmm. i like the people that i talk to you guys and everyone else that i have is like my really close clients Mm -hmm. um seeing them smile whenever they get out of the chair and uh just shooting the breeze with them Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's that's the best part man uh and that's me coming from somebody who's naturally not a very sociable person, but, yeah. like, this job brings it out of me. Mm-hmm. And I'd say that's 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 my favorite part about doing this job is, like, the bonds that I have forged with people because I have friends who are, like, in my close circle of yeah. friends now that started out as just clients. Right. <clears throat> and now they're, like, my best friends. So
1: It's, it's funny how you kind of, and this is just me as a, as a client speaking, like, it's funny how much you learn about, the person that cuts your hair too mm-hmm. you know what i mean as justin cuts my hair like you know it's like jason you, you know like it's justin cuts my hair like we talk airsoft video games like it, it's just a cornucopia of various topics that are just thrown out <laughs> there you know what i mean uh and and you you know it's got to be kind of therapeutic for you guys too uh, just to sit and talk with with people that that come in and out of the shop you know and i know you have your relationships with with uh, your, your clients, and some may be better than others, but you know it, it's got to be therapeutic for you guys too. I think uh, just to be able to shoot the shit every once in a while and and talk some things, definitely. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like I unload all my
3: customers too much. Like, if yeah, there's something going on in my life. I'm just like, oh my god, you never believe what happened to me. I, I, <laughs> uh, I think I think guys also appreciate that. Like, like yeah, yeah definitely the
1: dudes that
2: you work on mm. like I, I feel like they appreciate that too because it, yeah i mean me like <laughs> get my haircuts like the most relaxing thing that i do it re- yeah no i agree ever. too I'm so like, like and like and like uh, I'm, I'm just chilling out and then like talking with you guys i mean maybe i'm just speaking for myself but like if if you ever unload i've never really felt like you've unloaded on me i mean we've talked about stuff yeah. but like i feel like guys like just take that and just like yeah F that shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Best, Best piece advice like ever. <laughs>
0: yeah,
4: F that shit. <laughs> yes. I had, uh,
0: I had one of my clients give me a hug recently because of, like, I, I think I may have unloaded on him a little bit too much, but he started unloading on me, too. And, like, we yeah. just, just kind of had, like, a bro moment. And yeah. then, like, whenever he got out the chair, he just looked at me, and he's like, there's nothing wrong with that. Come here. Yeah, like, awesome. get over here. Like, yeah. you, you, you need this, man. Yeah. You yeah. need a hug. That was yeah. your tip. You I'm not." Hitting you, right? <laughs> no, no, he, he tipped, he tipped too, but, and then I, his son was in there too, and I told him, like, and this kind of goes around to, like, uh, to just, like, the bonds that you make with people, like, him and his son, like, I told his son, too, who's a teenager, and I was like, hey, man, like, if you ever start feeling bad about anything, find me on Facebook and just yeah. message yeah. me. that's ju- cool, man. And just, just let just like let me know what's going on, cause yeah. like I've been through some really rough stuff in my life. Yeah, and I told the guy that gave me the hug too. I I hugged. I ended up hugging them both, and yeah. I told them both. I'm like, listen, if you just need to talk, like, and you feel like nobody else understands anything, just talk to me. Yeah, hit me up. Yeah, All right. dude, that's awesome.
2: That is, man, good on you, dude.
0: People but, people need that.
1: Yeah, yeah they, they do. Yeah, especially, do. especially
0: guys. I, I feel Definitely. like as a society, we 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 try to. Men try to act like nothing bothers us, but that's Mm -hmm. really unhealthy. Yeah, I think definitely, and we need to have people that we can talk to and confide in and have affection for.
1: It's deeper than just cutting hair. You know what I mean? (laughs) It it really is to me. And you know, I've I've been in there when when Jason's talked some stuff before, and and, Mm -hmm. you know, and I didn't think it was unloading in the least bit, but but I think I think it is therapeutic, and I think it is deeper than just. Cutting someone's hair, man. I yeah, do. Yeah. You know, I, I'm serious. If I if I ever had problems and and I was in here, like I wouldn't hesitate for a second to you know fill you guys in on what was happening <laughs> in my life. Or, I really wouldn't, <laughs> man. Because <laughs> feel at home. Yeah, I, I can
2: relate to this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I try, you, you're gonna make fun of me. Like this is, this is something that I will never live down in our relationship, and we talk about this all the time. Oh, God,
1: I know. I, I, if you bring it up, I cannot wait. <laughs> I'm going to bring it up. Yeah. All right. So
2: I, I come in. This is, like, January 7th. Oh, yes. 2021. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. The day prior was the insurrection. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, 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 like, every everything's kind of crazy. Like, we're hearing stuff around, like, the community and whatnot. Like, things are going to go down, like, within the nation and stuff. Like, I, I start getting paranoid. And I'm like... I need to start prepping, and I, I tell Cody about this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, are you guys in on this? Did you know this? I don't think. No. So. No, uh, no. Oh no. my God. No, no,
2: uh, you're breaking I, it out right now. I'm exposing myself.
1: Oh completely. my God. Okay, guys. this is
2: barbershop talk. Okay, I, <laughs> in an edited version, essentially. So, so like I'm like I need to start prepping. Like, like, like these militias are like going to try to like take over some stuff. We're on roll. <laughs> It's reasonable yeah. fear? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> fair enough. During ah, that time. During yeah, that time. Okay. At the time. Okay, just, it was reasonable. Yeah, it was reasonable at the time. And I'm just like, all I've got is my shit still which is a really bad pistol. Yeah, well, yeah you are uh, not going to finish
0: uh a high point,
2: ain't you? <laughs> don't out me like that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I thought
2: people's going to be breaking into my house tonight. Uh, <laughs> like, they're,
4: they're not breaking. Mean. Listen, listen, His listen. The drummer listen. will be in your house
0: tonight. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> listen <laughs> here. Listen be in here. Your front room. Nobody's breaking into your house to steal a high point. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I'm
2: not worried about that. Just <laughs> they're not going to be afraid of it. Right?
0: Oh, Absolutely yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. Exactly. On that one. There's a fifty-fifty shot. It jams. Yeah. Yeah.
1: it's probably closer to sixty-four. Yeah. It hasn't yeah. been clean in twenty years.
2: <laughs> but, but, but anyways, like I come in here and like I'm just hanging out. Just like we started, just kind of like talking lightly about everything that's going on. And like. Yeah, I need to go get a new gun. <laughs> I, think yeah, I was talking, talking about, to you about that yeah, too. Yeah, I was just talking about like what, what I, had. I had. I have a high point
0: still currently because I haven't made yeah. it out to the gun shop yet. Yeah. Well, good luck finding anything that's you know reasonably priced right now. Ammo oh, prices course. are ludicrous. Well, I, I, I mean, thought you were going to
2: tell me you came in civil here. unrest. Like obviously the prices are going to go up because. Yeah. I guess I thought you were going to tell me you came in here market. just
1: unloaded on them, and be like, guys, look. No, no. If no. I if you don't hear me for hear from me for a little while, no, like, no, no, no. I'll, I, I would be off the grid.
2: I was paranoid enough to potentially go off the grid at that point. Yes.
1: Well, I know you. I know.
2: I know you were. I know. <laughs> I know you were. <laughs> and like I was, uh, from, from some "quote unquote" sources that I I, I, I was like, I was nervous. <laughs> I was getting my hair cut. I'm like, all right, this might be my last haircut for like at least at least a couple months. I don't know. <laughs> Gabe
1: come back looking like Tom Hanks on *Forrest Gump* and <laughs> ran across the country. <laughs> what I want to know,
3: what I want to know is how many of those big canisters of food that last
1: for years that you buy, off dude? Of I didn't.
2: I was I'm, I'm not like a straight-up prepper. Like I was like, all right, I'm going to Piggly Wiggly. I'm stocking up. So canned food, totally. Box food, dry meat. food. No, I, I, I'm kidding. I, did, I, I was smarter than that. I, I was ready to, like pack up in the basement for a minute. Yeah, but <laughs> so I just added myself on that. <laughs> but we are at the so. Barbara so show. speaking of unloading, <laughs> that was something that they obviously didn't realize I was unloading. But it made me feel better after that conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then the next day, me and you talked. <laughs> You're like, I talked to Dad about that, and he laughed. Yeah. I was like, then I had that that moment of clarity. Like, man, I'm a I'm, I'm a dumbass. Yeah.
1: So yeah.
0: <laughs> if it's any consolation, I don't think you are. <laughs> uh, I mean, and this is what bit,
1: barbers are for, man. Yeah, I appreciate that, talking yeah, off the like, ledge. I'm
0: a bit of a prepper myself, so like mm-hmm. I, I didn't think it was unreasonable to do any of that. I was, you should always just be doing that in general, just because you never know what might happen. Yeah, yeah. Justin's probably got the full on body. Dude, on Justin it. definitely.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, he I, plays office. I of He does man. airsoft, do. but it's like, he, his airsoft gun
0: isn't a real airsoft gun. It's
1: like actually the real thing.
0: I mean, I got. Yeah, swing I by did. my house sometime. I I got some stuff to show you. <laughs> I mean, he did okay. cut
3: hair in combat boots the other day. I saw that. Did oh,
0: you really? really? Yeah. yeah, he had
3: <laughs> straight up military. But the
0: Red Wings on. at home, huh? Yeah, Hell no. Yeah. Uh, thank you for recognizing that these are Red Wings. Nobody ever comments on them.
2: Yeah, those are the uh, iron. Uh, Come on, you got it. Ah, Jesus Christ! I I, no, I, I want to buy a pair. Is oh, why. okay. I can't remember that. Iron Ranger. Iron Ranger.
0: Those are I didn't Adidas, want to say Iron right, Game, Jason? Because I know that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I can tell by the three stripes. My three stripes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing Nikes. You can tell by the check here.
2: <laughs> Sorry.
0: But no. Like, I, I don't know. Like, big part of me, uh, I'm a big believer in like community defense. Like, I'm not a yeah. prepper in the in the sense that I believe in building a bunker with like a hundred years worth of supplies no. and guns and everything. Yeah, yeah. Because I think that's a good way to die. Honestly, like, if shit really did hit the fan, like, you're the first person I'm going after. Yeah. That type of like, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm over this like yeah. I, me and my goon squad are going after the guy that has the bunker with all yeah. the guns and food because he's by himself, <laughs> because he's a paranoid lunatic. I'm a firm believer in, like, if you can't grow food, if mm-hmm. you can't provide medical care, if you can't purify water, if you can't sew clothing, mm-hmm. if you can't do... Anything, the the guns part and, like, the putting, like, preserving food and everything like that, that's honestly, like, the 10% of the job that's, granted, is the coolest part. Yeah. But you got to look at it, There's like, more
2: to survival than that. Yes. Congratulations. If you, you made it two weeks. You, now what?
0: Yeah. Like, you say you're going to go... You got a bug-out bag. You should have a bug-in bag. Hmm. You should look at it as, like... And Gabe how, does with his high point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing at myself. Leave Gabe does alone. with his high point.
2: Leave me alone. And... Robin makes noodles. a good club it, it's heavy as a brick yeah it is but it's shaped like one too <laughs> it, it is also but it has a grip
1: <laughs> yeah so to to tie it back into to barbershop yeah stuff uh you guys give us give us your your handles your your instagram anything like yeah. that you guys throw it out there well, oh gosh i have to look mine up again
3: yeah. jesus sure. guys My. what
0: I Y'all are going to have to link this, by the way, because, like, I got the underscores in mine, Yeah, I think mine's <laughs> underscore as well. Yeah, I'm Justin underscore the underscore barber guy.
1: On Instagram? On Instagram.
3: Okay. Mine's barber underscore bush, USH. Yeah. And you see a lot of their work there, guys. Yeah, like, y- y- they, you they guys will regularly. See. Yes. Yeah. And, then, and then there's also um, just Visions Barbershop uh, WV, which is the shop's right. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you put the W V at the end, or you'll probably get somebody else's weird Visions Barbershop. Yeah, joke.
0: that's way less cool than. Or now, maybe right? an
3: optometrist.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: maybe. I think I made that joke whenever you, we were you were spitballing names with yeah. me as like Visions kind of sounds like an optometrist place. Yeah. But no, and it know, worked I, out actually really well.
1: I will yeah. say, you know, they they post great content there on on Instagram. They and they're regular, you know, they. they Show off their haircuts, everything mm-hmm. like that. They do uh, the artwork that they do on on, you know, on the, people that come through the shop. Yeah. So
2: they're they're cool guys to hang out. I can't wait till the, like, the pandemic's over, so it's normal just to kind of come in and just hang out. Yeah. at the barbershop. Yeah, I and look we, forward to this. We do days. have some
1: listeners. Not that, that I'm not. I,
2: I, that just means I'm just gonna come early for
3: my, <laughs> for my appointment well, just yeah. to hang out. But well, still, sometimes
1: yeah. they'll have a fridge here with with a couple beverages yeah. too. If uh, yeah.
3: well that's the thing. As soon as mass mandates are over uh the next purchase is a little kegerator we'll have a beer of the month yeah nice and um and we'll be working with with local brewers in the area i like that i already talked to six so we'll like cents yep. yeah. yep. yep. i like the jacks from there yeah yeah i'll be with some stuff and
1: yeah so i mean you know you guys hit them up if you come through and, and you want to swing through I'm, I'm telling you to me it's it's more than a barber shop uh you know the other day after i got my hair cut i Came over here and kicked it on the couch for mm-hmm. probably, like, 15, 20 minutes. That was the day that your something happened to your car.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, what happened? Oh, my alternate... <laughs> because that's a long list of things that happened. To my car. Oh, I know.
1: <laughs> I know. Um, but, like, I kicked it here for about 20 minutes. And my just...
0: alternator belt snapped. Yeah. And, like, it only had, like, a... L- and the funny thing is, it snapped in St. Albans, and like it just had just enough ribbon left to get me from St. Albans all the way to here. Yeah, that's impressive.
1: Yeah, that's, that's about a forty-five minute drive. An hour, five minutes. Okay, hour and five minute drive. I timed it today. He timed it today. But right. no, I, I think it's uh, you know, it's a sweet hangout spot. Oh yeah. Uh, if you guys do happen to come through, and Jason and Justin don't recognize you, you can just pop your head and be like, hey. I heard you on what's and like. I just wanted to check yeah. out the uh, barbershop for a second, and I know. Yeah. And this is post COVID, uh, you know, once mask mandates are done or whatever, you guys swing through. If you're <laughs> yeah. coming through uh, Gapless Ferry, West Virginia, swing through, see these two guys. If you need a cut, hit them up uh, on their mm-hmm. handles or on Booksy, right? Booksy yep. app. Uh, you guys can download the Booksy app and, and book a haircut if you want to. Guys, totally recommend these guys. Uh, five stars across the board. Um you're not just 100%. coming into you're not just coming into a barbershop, you're coming into a family to me. Yeah, Serious. Um so that's Vision's Barbershop in Galapagos Ferry, yeah. West Virginia. Yeah. But before
2: we finish this up, mm-hmm. Justin reminded us that we've been neglecting to really ha- well, he didn't really call us out, but like I realized that we've been neglecting to ask one of our favorite qu- favorite questions and I want to ask each of you this. And okay. we will start with Justin. Like, what does it mean to you to be Appalachian?
0: Resilience. Yeah, resilience for sure. I mean this this part of the country has a, such a history of, for bit, lack of a better word, sticking it to the man in yeah. a lot of ways. I mean, you. I mean, union organization. I mean, you got your Battle of Blair Mountain. I mm-hmm. mean, the very first bombing run. Committed on American soil was the government against striking union workers. That actually happened. That's something I didn't learn about until this year.
2: (laughs) They don't teach that in West Virginia history. Yeah, they don't teach that
0: one, but that actually did happen. Yeah. And uh, like it's, it's, and it worked. Mm -hmm. They, they, union workers stuck to their guns, man. And uh, there's a reason why uh, coal towns kind of like ended up becoming as humane as they were Mm -hmm. Uh, and just, I don't know, man. It's just, it's a working people. I'm mm-hmm. I'm from South Carolina, so I'm a southerner myself. Uh, That's what I I'd identify myself as. But I got a lot of respect for Appalachian folk. Yeah. yeah.
3: What about you, Jason? I, mean, I don't even have half the answer that he had. But we'll take
2: we'll take it all. We'll take yeah. it, you know, it, it, it comes from the heart. That's
3: yeah, all. It, it really doesn't matter. And with the wording of the question, um, I, I'm not even sure exactly what the wording was. But I do when I think of Appalachian, though, mm-hmm. I think of just to me, is, is community. Yeah. Um, the the kind of community that we have here is like no other. Um, you know, as we talked before, I lived out in L.A., and mm-hmm. I've lived up north, down south, mm-hmm. out west. I, I've been a lot of places, and nowhere have I been that's had such a level of just closeness with community. And maybe that has something to do as well with small towns, but that's part of Appalachia. You're right. That's part of a, just a bunch mm-hmm. of You know small towns all you know together and it's you know i I, my success is is based off community here yeah and i'm super thankful that i'm here and that i've had the chance to meet you know people like yourselves and uh and everybody else um you know i could not have a friend in the world but having the everybody that walks through this shop it, it makes me feel like i have friends and yeah Uh, I don't know what I would do without this place. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I love my home. I love Appalachia. And, uh, yeah, that's it.
1: Cheers. Yeah, cheers to that, guys. Absolutely.
2: Thanks for letting us come over to the shop tonight, hang out, have a few brewskis, and just talk some barbershop talk. Definitely.
3: Love you guys. Love you all.
1: Love you all.
2: Dude. That was fun.
1: It was. It was a good episode. Uh very appreciative of them and, and oh, what definitely. they bring, not only to my life personally, but but to the community as a whole. Oh, agreed hundred percent.
2: they're 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 definitely an asset, yeah. to say the very least. Yeah. To to our area here locally. Um and I and I really do hope folks check them out. Definitely. With,
1: without a doubt. So definitely.
2: Um with all that said, it's time for our favorite segment. Mm-hmm. Cody?
0: Actually, you know what? I'm going to bring Justin in for this one. Okay. Justin. Oh, Justin, yeah. Justin, what are you drinking to tonight? You know what? I'm going to drink to my, uh, with an invisible beer, because I got to drive after this.
1: Well, I just opened mine. Yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, well. Um, I'm going to drink to my friends and family who've helped me out of a really dark place in my life here okay. recently. So Good, Colton, man. Kristen, Tyson, uh, Quake, uh, Dominic, Mom, Dad. Everybody else, love y'all. Thank you very much for being in my life and making me the best version of myself that I could possibly be. Definitely. Cheers. So so cheers to that. Cheers
1: to that. Cheers to that, guys. I drink to that too, man. Teddy, what about you, dude? Dude, I want to piggyback off something that that Jason hit on in the episode. I I want to drink to community. I do. I think think he hit on a great aspect of just – Dude, you know we're here. People are bought in. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, community is something you you can't live without. I feel like it's, uh, you know, you, you think of mm-hmm. what's happened recently <clears throat> with our own community. Um, I think right there in Mason, you know, family's house burns down, and 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 you know, a child, uh, yeah, you know, is is may or may not make it whatever it's just the the community comes together man Mm -hmm. you know and and that's happened here more than once yeah you know it's not
2: just a one-time occasion it's
1: not uh but the thing the the resounding uh the 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 factor that's always there is community is always Mm -hmm. there yeah you know what i mean And, and they always have the back of of the family is struggling. The, you think of everything that's happened in terms of down downfall of our of a family or, mm-hmm. or two within our community. The community is always there to have their backs. Yeah, you know, and, and that's something to me that that is. And Jason had said, you know, it, it may just be small town, yeah. you know, but but you know, with me growing up here in this area, I think it's just uh, it's something that's always been there. You know, and, and that's something that will always be there, no matter if you're struggling. Whatever you're struggling with, you know your your, yeah. your community is always going to be there to have your back, uh, no matter what. So I'm I'm going to throw one up to the old community here. Good guys, we'll cheer it together. Cheers. Ah. Nice, good stuff. So, I know. That's good. I know. So I'm going to bounce it off of you, dude. I'll, I'll reciprocate this.
2: Well, <clears throat> I'm not going to lie. You, you kind of stole mine. Really? I'm talking about the family <laughs> up in Mason. Really? Yeah, yeah. That, that that's that's where I was going. That that that's well, definitely yeah. a, drink, a, a drink too worthy message there. But I think I can still tie this in because Tied in. it in, and it goes back to the community because I mean you you live elsewhere, especially if it's outside of a more rural area. Um, folks just don't give that much of a rat's ass about you. It's true. You know what I'm saying, like yeah. like uh, as an individual person, like I mean, and I know that just comes with population. Like people are just minding their own business. They yeah. I mean, good work, go home, or or vice versa. But I mean, just uh, living in a larger city at, at one point in my life. I mean, <clears throat> in, in, in our area, you walk into an auto zone, mm-hmm. <laughs> auto parts. Like they're like, yeah, you need this, this, and this. Want we put it in for you? Yeah. Uh, sure, th- 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 dude. Thank you so yeah. much. Like <clears throat> when I was living in Denver. It was like I like I needed some help on, on something on my truck at that time. And they're like, uh, it's down aisle four. Yeah.
1: Dude. And, I mean that, that that's
2: about it. And, and it's
1: right and back to what Millen told us, yeah, man. Yeah. His his uh and I always think of our past episodes. Yeah. And just try to bring together recurring themes from that. It's just like Millen had hit on was the the Yeah. The um the post office. Yeah that he had said you walk in the post office here they're going to tell you like oh yeah this is what you need to i'll take care of that mm-hmm. walking in the post office in chicago they're like it's over there <laughs> just read the sign go get it
4: <laughs> yeah customer service yeah so yeah.
2: but but that's it i mean you you stole a very worthy one because that's that's a great story so i well, just wanted to kind of add to that just well, a yeah. little i guess shout it.
3: out to galapolis ferry post office Best post office in the world right
2: there. <laughs> <Dude. laughs> I mean, I'm not knocking <laughs> the post office as, as an entity no. by any means. <laughs> so But Jason, you gotta have one, right, man?
3: We drink two. I mean, geez, there's no way I could top you guys.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not a competition, uh, Jason. Yeah. Is,
2: you know, just whatever 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 is just like
3: feeling good on your heart,
2: man. Yeah, what what's what's the positive
3: thing heart? that's happened? Well, you know what? As little as it may seem, my, my family's in this weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh uh, I, I I bought a new into a new business venture, mm-hmm. and they that. helped me out tremendously with that. Yes, yeah. this, this past weekend. Yeah, they went up and they did some landscaping stuff. They helped me with the inside. I saw that. Yeah, and it's you know it looks good too. By the way, thank you. Um, it was very good. Super, super. Thank. Well, can, can I sh- shout that out? Yeah, yeah go for it, man. Yeah. Hey, um, by all means, shout out to my my. Uh, Newly acquired business, advanced design, hair care in Point Pleasant. Um, If you need tanning or if your lady likes likes to get your hair colored and cut, that's the place to go. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll be rocking and rolling there, too, just the same as Visions Barbershop.
1: Definitely, definitely. Yeah.
3: But, uh, but, yeah, my family, my my mom and my sister was in and helped me out a lot this past weekend, so I'm super thankful. It's great. I saw some photos.
2: looks fantastic. Yeah, I did, too. Absolutely. Thank you. So this drink to that segment is brought to you by... River Roasters Coffee in Pomeroy, Ohio. Oh, Rivero, baby. Rivero is the stuff, man. Like yeah. they, They've they got a consistent rotation of some specialty beans yep. that they get from uh, Ridge Runners, but they're going to start me. roasting their own beans here soon, man. Yes, they are. So th- these guys are up in the know with uh, everything coffee, especially in that Italian yep. style. Yep. So we highly recommend you guys check them out in Pomeroy, Ohio. Yep. Uh, it's cool atmosphere. Overlooking the Ohio River. Head up
1: that way and get yourself a cup of culture.
2: A a cup of culture. I Mm -hmm. like that. I like that. And and, uh, be sure that you tell them that Gabe and Cody sent you. So, guys, again, thanks for coming on with us. This has been a fun episode. It was definitely fun. I'm I'm excited to push this out this week. Yeah. Um, But with all that being said, this is Gabe Rausch signing off with Cody Greathouse. Take care, guys. Guys, cheers. Cheers. Have a good week. This episode is powered by West Virginia Can't Wait.